Well, hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average, the podcast for big families. I'm Lance Osborne, and I'm here with... Bobby. I'm back. I'm back. He's back. Hey, I Way guess to be. that only makes sense if this show gets published next, but it may not. So we should tell everybody that I was gone and now I'm back, but the timeline could be weird, right? You were lost, but now you are found. Amen. No, I, it, it'll be next. Oh, cool. This, this will be the show that will roll out after the one that Sarah and I did. Did you like that, by the way? A little different. I enjoyed that. I really, actually really enjoyed that. And I'm sure the audience enjoyed that too. Uh, Sarah's good. She's good at this stuff. I think the girls need to do a show. Like when you and I want to take a week or two oh, off. that would be a riot. That really would. Just, just kind of like. Just throw them in a room, see what happens. Yeah, and just re- let them record. And then you'll, I bet you'll have a, fu- a lot of fun editing. That would be a riot. That would be the one that I wouldn't edit at all. <laughs> Words and all, it would just come out. They'll be like, "Sorry, girls." So they'll be like, "Hey, what, um, do you want to talk about this?" Oh yeah, okay, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, hey, so if you're listening to this and this is the first time, this is the first time you have experienced above average. Uh, like I said earlier, this is the podcast for big families. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you are checking this out, you probably already know it's for people with big families. It's for people who might have a big family someday. Doesn't matter how we define it. It's all about how you define it. So if you've got a big family that's keeping you crazy busy all the time, hey, welcome. Welcome to the craziness. Uh, Absolutely. Like I said, I'm Lance. Uh, I'm a father of five. We just had our fifth kid 13 days ago. Nice. Which we're awfully excited about. He's he's about two weeks old now, and he is just, he's perfect. JK. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I, I know a lot of JKs. There's a lot of JKs in my life now. Well, James Knox is his name, so that's where the JK is coming from. Uh, so again, if this is your first time listening, like I said, I'm a father of five, and Bobby is a father of four. So he and I are kind of neck and neck. Last time I counted. Would you have lost count of your children? Man, these days, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm getting old and I'm losing my brain all the time. But maybe Especially just... when a baby is crying. <laughs> like, I feel absolutely brain dead when a baby is crying and I'm trying to talk to another kid, like trying to, I don't know, you know, tell him a joke or trying yeah. to straighten him out or whatever it is. I just feel like I'm absolutely brain dead if I've got a baby crying. I will call them by the wrong name. Yeah. I will say, put your garage in the bike. <laughs> we have I a mean, rule. Ran, random things like that. Our rule is, especially, hey, we're going to talk about this, in the car, especially. Um, uh, if the baby's crying, no one's talking. No one talks while the baby's crying. And it's because they're asking questions and all these things. And me and uh, my, you know, Catherine and I, we're going nuts in our heads. Like we've got to figure out how to stop him from crying. Is does he, what does he need? A diaper, a bottle, a, a pacifier, whatever. And the kids are like asking questions that don't relate. And we're like, no one talks while the baby's crying. That's our rule. <laughs> Man, that's, that's pretty smart. I might have to lay down the law on that one and see what happens. Well, like Bobby said, today we are talking about some car stuff a little bit. Actually, the broader topic, man, it's all about traveling with your kids. Um, Bobby and I kind of, we broke this this one into a few different segments. We said, do we want to talk about vacationing with your children and doing all that stuff, like how to make the most of it when you're on vacation? Hey, we might get there at some point, but today it's actually about kind of pre-vacation or, you know, you're, you're going to hang out, uh, spend the weekend with your family who's in another state, that kind of thing. So it's all about doing some of the pre-planning, 
It's all about doing some of the, the driving. It's all that stuff. And then the actual road trip itself. Uh, that's what we want to dig into. And we thought that would be super relevant right now. It's summer, summer, summertime. Mm-hmm. And actually, Bobby, you're getting ready to hit the road. Tomorrow night, man. And we're right in the thick of this stuff, planning and getting ready for the the long drive. It's a it's a it's a six and a half hour drive. So I've got it it's on my mind. So I've got plenty to say, and I'm sure there's more to say than we'll get to. And honestly, man, I'd love some feedback from people on this stuff. Um, that's something, uh, you know, we always encourage. Um, so, you know, please give us some feedback, you know, at the end of the show, we'll, we'll give out all, all the information where you can email us or you can hit us up on Twitter and all that stuff. So yeah, let's roll. There you go. So today's goal, we just want to share some of our tips and our tricks and our experiences because we can walk you through what it looks like from point A to point B, you know, to actually get from your house to whatever your destination is. We don't just necessarily want to do that. We're going to go through this, I guess, chronologically, but we really just want to highlight some of the things that have worked well for us. So whether it is making the trip a little bit more pleasant or whatever it is, whatever all that stuff entails. Um, but obviously, you know, pack underwear, pack swimsuits, pack all that stuff. We're, we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to say, hey, when you are packing, here's a few things that have worked for us. Don't forget this or whatever it may be. So, uh, of course, before you fill up the tank and you actually hit the road, you've got to do a little bit of planning on the front end. Uh, Bobby, you know, you know me. I'm a little bit of a planner. Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. We've talked about this in other episodes, but I don't know. For me, there's a lot of value in having the plan. What do you think? Oh, totally. And and I feel like the more you've done this, uh, the more times you do this, you will get better and better at it. Um, every kid adds a new layer though. Right. And depending on the age of your kids, uh, planning is different. Um, you know, I remember, uh, when we first had Ava, just Ava, she was an infant and I don't know where all the space went, but I mean, you're packing things that you normally wouldn't. And well, then you, your kids grow up, you, you kind of do some, you, maybe you do some trips when they're in the toddler age. A lot of that infant stuff doesn't come with you anymore. Uh, so you're yeah. thinking about space and yeah. Oh yeah. Totally thinking about it all, all up front. Uh, Catherine and I do a, uh, we have an app that we share that kind of updates each other's phones. Uh, it's a listing, a kind of a list app. So it works great for groceries and to do's and things. Well, we, we put together a packing list every time. Uh, and so we, and it has, it's cool. It's a cool app. It's called, uh, it's called listery and you can actually check things we'll off. We'll put that in the show notes, by the way. Sure. sure yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I didn't write this down, but it's coming to me right now. Um, it's a, it's called Listery, and uh, I'm sure there's other ones, so maybe there's better ones out there, but this is the one we've gotten used to, and you can put, you know, say you're going to the grocery and you need ketchup, bread, eggs, and you can literally check them off as you put them in your, uh, and it updates and syncs with the other phone, so that's super cool. We do that for packing lists, because there's so many knickknacks with kids, you know, so many, you might want to take some, a few, you know, uh, odds and ends medicines, you know, your standard children's ibuprofen or Um, you know, our little one Noah has, um, you know, uh, he's got asthma, so we got to make sure we bring his stuff and bottles and all that stuff, you know, so we could go on and on, but yeah, that's, then you've got, then you've got the necessities, you know, like the kids loveies or stuffed animal or whatever, which of course, in our case would be the one time that we wouldn't specifically say, now don't forget Mary that you need to get Louis the lovey because you can't sleep without him. The one time we actually wouldn't say that would be the one time that she would forget, you know, so every single time. So it, for us, that stuff has to go on the list too. Yeah. And I really like the idea. I haven't used that app, but I, I know you and I have talked about this kind of off offline before, just in person. I like the checkbox feature. 
Because oh, that yeah. way it's That's like, really okay, great. who's going to do this? Somebody's going to do it. And I'll know that when it's done, boof, there's a check. Yep. Yeah. It's totally great. We've come to love that thing so much. And we have a couple lists that like we have a general packing list that we don't actually check off, but we keep it populated so that we don't forget the the necessities. Just like you said, the lovies, the medicine, the asthma. We bring fans everywhere we go, like a floor fan, so we can drown out noise, White noise. so our kids yeah. can sleep. So, yeah, good. St- yeah, I think planning really, you could sum it up with in just thinking through your list um, and maybe getting ahead of the game on packing and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Sarah and I, we used to be a lot more, I don't even want to say that we're not go with the flow because I still think we are, but we used to be a lot more, I don't know, we'll figure it out even with the girls when they were little, we'd be a lot more flexible in that kind of thing. At this point, between space limitations and you don't want to roll into a hotel or a family a family's house or whatever it is with 80 suitcases because you just took everything just in case. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. It was really doable at the time. And even for some big families, I'd say going with the flow to that degree is probably, it, it probably still works. Yeah. But I bet in a large family for, for the typical large family, you got to have at least a couple of folks or you will have a couple of folks, whether it's the parents or the kids whose personal personality styles, they dictate that roadmap. They just, they have to have that. They function so much better. Mm-hmm. And then if all else fails, if you're, you can try to go with the flow for a little bit. And then if that doesn't work, you can always go back to that roadmap, right? And say, okay, here's what time we're leaving. Here's what we're going to do. Here's where we want to plan on stopping, all that stuff. Hey, let's dig back into packing for a second. You brought up some good mm-hmm. points. You know, you got to pack yourself. You got to pack them. You got to do all that. Man, one thing that's worked well for us, especially as of late, is getting Katie Beth and Mary. So Katie Beth is seven and a half and Mary is four and a half. Getting them to at least try to pack themselves. Hmm. They might forget some things. They might not. uh, They may get the toothbrush without getting the toothpaste or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? That It may not be 100%, but we feel like that works on a couple of different levels. If we go ahead and throw out the suitcase, that prepares them mentally. That gets them kind of going for, hey, here's what's going on. This is coming up. You know, it's not just the the cold start of okay let's hit the road because we've already packed you and it's time to load up in the van but it's also kind of training them kind of getting them ready hey you're responsible for you so go ahead and get this part going have you all tried that no it's a great idea i I, i'm even thinking of it in my head now like how there's a few things that i and i know you just said this so i'm sure sarah or you still own certain pieces of this but my wife Catherine is you know when we're traveling and we might be around other family or whatever there may be events happening on the vacation we're on or the trip that we're on. She wants certain outfits, certain clothes to go, say, for Ava. So Kat wouldn't be able to totally give Ava that completely. But I, I think I see a ton of value in toiletries and uh, maybe whatever, your a book or a toy or two, um, socks, just the general things that she knows she has to have daily. Uh, but there are a few things that I think Catherine would be like, okay, I'll let her do her best. And then I'm going to add the things that I know I want her to wear. <laughs> yeah. You know, Bobby, so. I, I know that you've got something else to add before you actually hit the road. The only thing I would add before that is clean the car at some point, clean the van, oh, clean yeah, whatever. Big. I feel so much better when I, especially if it's a longer trip, if the van is clean, if mm-hmm. things are together, if they're kind of in the right place, I probably sound like I'm being OCD about this. I'm not. I'm just able to find stuff a little bit faster. And they're just things are in their home. I don't have to. If the van starts out clean, it's so much easier 
to use it and to kind of keep it clean throughout the duration of the trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned six hours to your destination. You've also got six and a half hours back on your way home too. Sure. Yeah. You're saying that and I'm like, dang it. I got to... I- I gotta quit the podcast right now. I, I've gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go clean the. Hey van. Sarah, come join the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Someone Bobby's take over leaving. for me. Um, no, it, it, actually, very luckily, Catherine. Um, we actually we don't do this often, but she paid for it to be vacuumed about oh, two weeks ago. So it's not completely as clean as I would like it, but it's certainly not as bad as it was. Uh, that's a good point. I'm the same way. It's just ease of mind, knowing things are organized and clean. That's that's cool. I, I like that. Yeah. So tell me about leave time, because I Um, I thought you had a great point here. Last thing I want to say about planning and packing. Uh, Think about the bag. We have oftentimes just brought too many periphery bags. So think about the bags you're packing. I mean, I'm as a dad, um, you know, it doesn't always have to be the guy, but I'm the one in my family that kind of packs the car. And so like symmetrically duffel bags are awesome and your suitcases are standard. Um, there's been times when Catherine and I, we've had to learn this the hard way where she'll like throw in all the periphery stuff and like these bags that have like ties on the top of them. And I'm like, how does that pack? You know? So, uh, just thinking (laughs) through that stuff as you're packing and pulling out all your stuff, uh, how does this fit? Right. So that, that's that's kind of totally random, but it's, it's big for me. So, um, leave time. Yeah. Uh, I think it could go either way. I know, I know some families, it's not us, but we are actually going to be doing this tomorrow. They like to kind of leave in the evening and drive into the night where falling asleep is easier for the kids. You know, just, it's their standard. It's they're getting tired anyway. It's bedtime. And you, maybe you drive half the trip while they're still awake, maybe grab uh, dinner on the road and then let that, you know, food settle and let them pass out. You still have four hours, but it's like nice and calm and quiet. It's actually a good time to spend with your spouse, catching up on conversation, catching up on planning your lives and whatever. So we're kind of excited about our drive tomorrow night. We won't get to our destination until one in the morning. Um, I can't go much past that because I get too tired and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the driver. I prefer to drive. That's just my thing. Um, uh, I, you know, even if I get tired, I'm like, I pr- would rather like stick it out and, or stop because I just don't like being a passenger. So anyway, that's, uh, that's it. So what time do you leave? You know, and that, that's kind of a rhetorical question. It's up to the listener. It's up to whoever's deciding. We've also done the thing where you leave at five in the morning. Uh, and I think it, it may depend on when you want to get to your destination and, uh, how easy it is to check in or, uh, knock on a door at whatever time of the night, you know? So that was something to think about. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, it, it's not only your destination. I mean, that's certainly a big part of it. What time do you want to get there? But for us, when are the kids going to be sleeping? So if we leave at five in the morning, well, chances are we can get the first two or three hours maybe out of the way. Uh, you know, if they wake up at seven, man, getting a two hour jump start on all that craziness. Our kids, if they if we wake them up at five, they're still going to go back to sleep at this point. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I know a lot of kids. A lot of other families, if that kid woke up at five, they'd be up. Like that yeah. would be their, their start Mine. time for the day. Mine. So yeah. <laughs> so just find find what works for you in your situation. Sure enough. Yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward stuff. I don't think any listeners are going to feel like that was uh, surprising or astounding information, but it's certainly something to think about when you're planning and stuff. So Sure. So you know what time you're leaving. You hit the road. It's time for the madness to begin, uh, right? Uh, so here we go. Yeah. So 
the big family thing. This one's interesting because I would say that most families and not above average families, uh, you know, your larger families, but most families, their kids are going to be kind of close in age. Probably, you know, two, three, four years, especially if they've got that, that uh, just the two kids or whatever. Um, it's different than when you've got a larger family, your spread is a little bit different. So what's going to work for your newborn will not necessarily work for your two-year-old will not necessarily work for your seven-year-old or your 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. So it's something to consider. It's something to to balance out. So all this other stuff that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about kind of in-car fighting and mm-hmm. some of the electronic devices and all that. I think it would be a lot simpler if your kids were roughly the same age. But you've got to factor in, well, the way that I approach my seven-year-old and the way that she's reading on her Kindle is very different than the way I want to talk to my three-year-old and all he wants to do is mess around on the iPod. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, it's both both situations are kids and screen time. True. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Definitely a different feel or a different dynamic for each of those kids. I could see where you could, you could think of the closer in age they are, the better, or even sometimes maybe the adverse happens. I know there's, I know above average families or whatever, just families in general may have uh, a bigger gap. There could be a five or even an eight or even a bigger 10 year gap where your teenager is in the back with headphones on and wants to be left alone. But, you know, maybe you uh, employ he or she for some help, right? If you've got your, uh, you know, your 14 year old in the back and then you've got an, an eight year old and a four year old somewhere else, it's like, Hey, you're helping me. I'm the driver. You're gonna <laughs> help you. So I could see, I could see where there could be benefits to that, but, um, yeah, yeah. That, and that's an interesting foundation for what else would everything else we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the electronic stuff. Um, our kids love our phones. Sarah and I both have iPhones. Uh, we also have an old iPod touch that is now the kid's iPod. So whether they're listening to music around the house or somebody has kind of earned some game time to just sit there and play Minecraft or even an educational game or whatever, uh, that's kind of their, their deal. And then Sarah and I both have iPads and Sometimes we we're cool in dishing that out to the kids as long as it's uh, used smartly uh, to preserve sanity or again kind of to be used as a reward. Do you guys use how do y'all use your 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 device time your screen time for lack of a better term? Is it something similar or yeah. is it just a hey everybody's screaming right now? Let me dish out the devices. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm torn with this thing and it's very similar to what you said. I'm torn because. A big part of me wants to say no screens because they they kind of cause issues. We don't have enough for every kid. Um, and no, I don't think any above average family should feel like they should have one. Uh, even if they include their own phones plus an iPad or some sort of tablet. Um, you know, sometimes mom and dad, me and Catherine, we want to keep our, we want our phones on us, right? Um, yeah. I use my no, phone. Using it for navigation right. or yeah. you need to call somebody and check in. Yeah. yeah I use yeah. it as a phone at, sometimes. Believe it or not, in our culture, that's surprising, but I use <laughs> it to talk. And, you know, I, I also use it as a working, dev- you know, I, I check email and things like that. And, you know, that's not, it's not surprising by any means. So I'm kind of like, I, I hold on to my phone very closely. Uh, I don't want the kids grubby. Uh, gooey hands on them and I try to keep games off of it but Catherine on the other hand her phone is often the one it's it's also very case the case is protecting it very <laughs> heavily they could they could uh, beat it up pretty good but her phone's got the games and her phone has some music and stuff like that but yeah I mean I'm always torn on this because there are times when I'm like I don't care what you got to give them what you got to do 
just make them stop fighting or please lower the volume in this car or I am going to careen us <laughs> off of this cliff. And, you know, that's that's in my head sometimes. I would never, ever do that. Disclaimer, never, ever do that. But, you know, that's sometimes how you get, right? I mean, you can relate. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, our DVD screens in our van, that's our savior. Until they got so excited about it, they're like, turn up the volume, turn up the volume. And yeah, sure, we can kind of balance the volume to the rear of the van or whatever. But then, dude, we got headphones for everybody. And here's a trick. This this probably could have ended up in the car show, but it's certainly relevant to today as well. Uh, we drive a Chrysler town of country, just a plain old town of country. Nothing fancy. Same thing as a Dodge Caravan. I say nothing fancy. If you were to buy replacement headphones for that thing, though, from Dodge, from the dealership, I'm wanting to say we priced them out and they were like 120 bucks a pop. Check this out. Dude, eBay, I found infrared headphones because that's all they are. Infrared, very, very basic headphones. 15 bucks. Yeah, I, I heard and saw that too. Yeah, yeah. We used to have the, we used to have screens in our old van when we got a new van. Well, newer to us, still very used, but um, we liked everything about the van all the way till it didn't have a screen. And we were like, we can't not get this for the deal, the price for everything else. We like it. The fact that the engine is in good shape. A lot of times you forget about that stuff. <laughs> And we were like, we were giving it up. So it's been a different deal for us the last, I guess, year now. We haven't had a, a screen. But yeah, the movie thing. Uh, so now the movies happen with the, uh, you know, the aftermarket, uh, you know, dual screen. Buy, you know, you can buy those things that. Which those kinda, are pretty cheap if yeah, you just buy, yeah. you know, whatever your little mass produced thing is on eBay. Exactly. Or if you do have a, a device, you can load movies on that stuff. But it gets hard again going back to this plant that this this idea that you don't have enough for every kid. So well, that's I mean, what I was going to say. So tying back the DVD screen with the number of devices, even with all the and I forgot to come back to this earlier. Even with the number of phones, the iPod or iPads, whatever it is, like at some point, if we have enough kids, we're not not everybody's going to have their own little thing that we can dole sure. out to them. Right. So yeah, who can afford how that? do you, yeah. how do you balance that? So the DVD screen, sure, you know, everybody in the band could see it maybe. But when you when you're doing the device thing, what works for you guys? Do you have like a reward system? Do you have something where Ava has earned it or mm -hmm. do you just say, "Hey, you get 10 minutes and then Luke gets 10 minutes." What works yeah. for y'all? Yeah, we kind of share it. I mean, and sometimes we literally have to set a timer because they don't have a concept of time time so if we say ava gets it for 15 minutes lucas may ask us 10 times in that next 15 minute gap or whatever um and we'll go around one time and then we say okay we're done like everybody's breaking from screen screen break that's, that's one something we say in our there family a lot screen break and we get all these oh you know <laughs> but um yeah we'll do that we'll go around and then they have to like figure out how to be human without a screen kind of like we grew up with and obviously our parents grew up with, you know, like, hey, there isn't a device. Let's count some trees or. <laughs> yeah, you or can play the license plate yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to jump into that later, but let's just do it now because it makes sense. It's, you know, have them find some other games um, uh, or or just read it. Like you said, if you've got readers, you know, I love that, you know, the Kindle thing or a book. Uh, it's quiet time now. It's whatever time, you know, and that that can be a challenge. You might tell them that and it's not going to be quiet. But, hey, let's listen to some music. We actually turn on the frequency modulation FM radio, right? We're going to have some fun. Old school. There. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, they're like, oh, okay. You mean there's actually a radio? There's some, there's something called airwaves that we're not having to like listen to downloaded files on our devices, you know? So anyway, yeah. I, I mean, we could go on and on about electronics. I don't know if we should wrap it or if you've got any thing else to say, but, um, well, but I think that might be a decent segue, especially when you said, and now screen time is over and your kids go, oh, sometimes we get all, sometimes we get no, no, no. And it's a little bit more of a pushback when the kids aren't necessarily getting along because let's face it, kids don't always get along, even though they're cute and they're awesome and they love each other as siblings and everything. I think all kids fight and bicker. And even in your above average family, it happens. And it's sometimes it's crazy when the three-year-old fights with the seven-year-old because you're going, you guys aren't even in the same stratosphere of maturity right. or whatever. Why are you fighting over this tiny little thing? <laughs> it still happens. It still mm-hmm. happens. Um, something that I've, uh, and I've got to work on my patience here. Uh, I get super frustrated. It's not like I pull over the car and I beat them as much as I want to sometimes. It, that doesn't happen. But I haven't found a quote-unquote punishment that works in the car. I haven't found something that works. I mean, you can take away the screen time, but then like we were talking about two seconds ago, sometimes the screen time is nice because it's so quiet in the van and you're able to talk to your spouse. You're able to, like I said, get on the phone and talk to whoever's at your destination. You're able to do that kind of thing. But when, you, when you've got to shut them down, have you all found anything that, that specifically works or is it just on a case-by-case, kid-by-kid basis? Yeah, it's a little bit case-by-case, kid-by-kid. One thing that comes to mind is you know, when we're on a trip, we'll, we'll try to, we're always trying to come up with something that's going to make it enjoyable. So, and that might be, you know, and we've obviously did a whole episode on fast food, but when we stop for dinner or where, whatever it is, we're going to get everybody a little treat. Everybody's going to get a frosty or everybody's going to get a whatever. Well, you know what? You're going to lose privileges to your dessert. If you X, Y, Z that again, you know, whatever it is you do again, you are not getting when we all get to, when you're going to watch us all eat it, you know, so that might be, that's an idea, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, again, we, maybe we need to do an episode on, on punishment or discipline. Yeah, actually uh, discipline. discipline. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. one of the topics um, that we've talked about. I'm sure, you know, uh, every, there's probably so many different, um, outlooks and feelings from different parents and, and different, um, you know, I guess personalities, you know, uh, you know, and we could, and that may be more of a serious episode because it, you know, I'm sure we can get into some ones that there are some highly disagreeable, uh, ways of disciplining your kids or whatever. But anyway, I mean, that's one thing we, that, that comes to mind that we've done before or Hey, next, the next, uh, screen cycle, you know, cause we may break for an hour or two. We still have three hours left. We're going to run through the screens again. You don't get your turn, right? We're going to skip over you. Um, you know, so taking something away from them within the car, you know, that, that might be an idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Something that works for us around the house. And I guess this would work for us in the car is if you are good, then you get X. If you're bad, then you don't get X. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's the treat or, you know, whatever, um, it's kind of a little bit more reward based instead of punishment based, I guess Mm -hmm. would be a good way to put Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably the cleaner, better way to, to kind of have them reaching for a positive versus avoiding a negative. And that, that'll be a good topic when we talk about the discipline. Um, but sometimes off on the fly, it's hard, you know, just to figure it right. out. So another big kind of overarching topic that we wanted to talk about on, you know, with your drive time, um, breaks. And Bobby had a note in the show notes that just said shoes. <laughs> I was like, what does this have to do with break time? And then he clarified with what he's about to say. And I'm like, oh, yeah. good call, dude. Good call. 
Yeah, I was almost about to take it out of the show, but I'll say it quickly. Um, my kids get in the car. It doesn't matter if we're going 10 minutes or 10 hours. As soon as they get in the car, they take their shoes off, which is fine, except some of their ages can't put their shoes back on without my help. And that drives me nuts. Um, so I try to tell them to keep either keep their shoes on if we're just doing a 15 minute down the street thing. But when we're on a when we're on a long trip, I'm a little more gracious. I'm like, you know, I get it. Get comfortable, right? Hang out. We're gonna be here for a while. Take your shoes off. So I avoid frustration of it's it's a potty break, it's a bathroom break. We're five minutes away from an exit that I'm ready for. I try to tell them that in advance because I can't tell you how many times I forget to tell them. We get to wherever we're going, a gas station, McDonald's, a hotel, whatever. We're about to get out. Just go to the go to the bathroom and get back on the road because you always want to get back on the road. Um, and I tell them in advance, get your shoes on because there's so many times that I have said, all right, we're here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and yeah. uh, they're like, I'm going to put my shoes on, daddy. And then it's not that they can't. Either they're too slow for my patience or they need my help and i'm like oh this adds five they've lost minutes. their shoes they need help not oh, only putting the shoes on right, but actually yeah. finding them under the seat it could yeah. be buried in the blankets of the car you know the car gets so cluttered when you're on trips it's just ridiculous with books and toys and whatever it is so i can't find my shoe and then you're carrying a kid like through a racetrack whatever you know gas station where you're like he can't touch the floor. <laughs> About a week or two ago, we were traveling to Atlanta, which is just three and a half hours for us. And we had to stop to go to the bathroom and Noah pulled this on me. So I carried him and he had to go to the bathroom and he hovered. <laughs> I had With your hold, help? I held him under the arms and he did his thing and we washed hands. I never let him out of my arms, which was a little tiring and annoying for me, but you know, it was, we saved probably five minutes looking for a shoe. So anyway. Well, and you also saved probably an ER visit a couple of weeks later from all the junk that it would have got. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. way to go, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, what were you going to say about timing them? Oh, for me, it helps. And I, th I think it helps the whole family. But f for me as the driver, it really helps. If if it's a six hour drive, I'm like, okay, where's the, I'm, I'm going to try to do this in three, two hour segments or one or uh, two, three hour segments. So I'm always very symmetrically mathing it up, you know, <laughs> dividing it out, mathing it up. That's what I like to say when I become a math teacher in elementary school. Hey guys, we're going to math it up today. <laughs> am, I, am I catching you off guard, Lance? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm looking in your eyes to see how serious you are about this future just, <laughs> career. Cause I mean, you're a heck of a salesman figured, right now. You know, and I'm like, I'm math, math teacher, Mr. Earhart. What up, Mr. E? Let's talk some calc. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna math it up. up. Oh gosh, that's <laughs> funny. I just figured we, we weren't being funny enough in this show, so I did I had to come up with something. No. Um yeah, so it helps me to break it up and I can tell the kids, kind of like you just said a second ago, we're when we stop, we're going to stop in this much time and we're going to do all these things at once. So I'm intentional about that. I'm saying, guys, if we got a six and a half hour drive, we're gonna are we're gonna shoot to stop in three hours and we're gonna do dinner, we're gonna get out and stretch our legs. We're going to, you know, it, instead of having like four 15 minute stops, have one 40 minute stop. Right. And I don't know. Uh, it, it helps me. That just helps me that way. You know, so yeah, the transitions are, are difficult. So it's sure. like the less, the better, but obviously they're, they're needed and they're necessary. So that's, that's what I'll limit there. So 
Uh, let's talk about food and drink. Let's talk about how to handle this. Um, just generally refer to our previous episode about drive throughs and sit-down restaurants and all that stuff and kind of weave this into your traveling schedule. That might be something to think about. But I would say, generally speaking, you're looking for something that's affordable. You're looking for something that's healthy. You're looking for something that's convenient. How often, especially with a big family, are you going to find something that's all three? Yeah. I would say pick two. Find something that's affordable and healthy, and you're, you're there. So that may mean going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Or find something that's healthy and convenient, and it's not going to be affordable. So expect to shell out. Uh, Bobby, what do you think? I mean, anytime, like I've heard about kind of this this pyramid when it comes to marketing and some business principles. Yeah, I think quality is one of them. So mm-hmm. in this case, healthy would be your food option, right? Yeah. So affordable, healthy, convenient, pick two because you're not going to find all three. Yeah, no, that's well thought out. That's true. It's going to be hard on the road to find all three of those. Uh, you're going to lose lose affordable if you're healthy and healthy and convenient might be really difficult too. I mean, that's, but you know, every family's got to navigate and manage this on their own. And, uh, it made me actually think of, uh, there's been trips that are, they're short enough maybe to where, uh, packing food is not uh, a horrible option. You know, it's, if you, again, that goes back to the planning thing, but, um, if you know, you're going to be driving over a lunchtime, let's pack lunch. The kids, and whether that's peanut butter and jelly, healthy or not, you know, whether that's on your health scale or not, I'm sure some parents are like, no, that's not healthy enough. That's fine. Then make them, you know, whatever it is, gluten-free bread. Lettuce wraps. <laughs> gluten-free uh, bread, which does exist, uh, you know, sandwich, turkey sandwiches. Um, and I'm not making fun of it because we've done both, right? We're, we're kind of always teetering on that stuff. So, uh, pack it, you know, pack lunches. I think that that, or dinners or whatever it is. I know some of the, probably the bigger families, you know, we're always referring to ourselves a lot, four and five kids, you know, and, uh, we try to mention, maybe you're listening to the show. You have 10, you have 15. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Cool. But, Woo. um, you know, nine, eight to eight, nine kids. My, my, uh, father-in-law, I always refer to him. He grew up in a huge family and he said they always packed food always. Cause it was just, it was affordable. It's so practical. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's money, but it's also having the food right there. Sarah always packs yeah. a little cooler for stuff yeah. like this: cheese sticks, apple sauces, mm-hmm. um, fruit, whatever it is. And it's so cool having it right there. So again, you don't have to stop unless you really have right. to stop. Right, it's efficient too. Like I, it's efficient too for timing. Yeah, that's yeah. a good deal. Another thing that we we've done: each of the kids have their own water bottles. So Katie Beth is purple, Mary is pink. Luke's green, and they know that that's their color. So they've been playing in the yard all summer so far. They've got their water bottles that they're kind of responsible for. In the car, it goes to the whole next level. Mm -hmm. So they know that that's their water bottle. They're responsible for refilling it. So if they're way, way back in the van and they're dying of thirst, well, where's your water bottle? Mm -hmm. Boom, there it is. They've got it. Yeah, it it teaches them responsibility, too. That's cool. mm Mm-hmm. So making a good time while staying sane, you wrote this note. Fill me in, Bobby. What do you mean by this? Yeah, it falls right in with the uh, kind of the flow of this. Uh, you mentioned, Sarah, always packing a cooler for the snacks and such. Um, so the snack trick. This is something my wife developed last summer when we did this exact trip because we every summer we, we do this trip for a vacation, and we always take this six-and-a-half-hour drive. And uh, – Last summer, it worked so well. What she did is she took brown bags and um, and she packed like three or four rounds of snacks. So there, we may have had a box of several brown bags or actually I think she may have had like a master bag with all of the stuff and then she would refill brown bags. I don't know how she did it, but ultimately 
we would tell the kids, hey, in an hour. So we'd look at the clock. We'd say, it's okay, it's 6 p.m. Hey, guys, at 7 p.m., you can all watch the clock. Teaches them time, mind you. Hey, um, yeah. You're going to get your first snack pack. And it's got a treat for – it's got food. It could be a – it could be whatever, a juice box plus a uh, cheese stick. But it also, this is where it gets cool, uh, she also had like an activity. Um, and it was either a coloring book or a, I don't know, a little game where you got to like manage the little ball through the maze. You know what I mean? Those little plasticky things. Mm-hmm. She went to the Dollar Tree and just picked up, I don't know, 20 items, spent 20 bucks and got 15 or 20 things. And at each, it was almost like they were getting a Happy Meal because, you know, Happy Meal comes with some little extra item, right? And they're all excited about the toy, you know, the troll with the hair, (laughs) whatever it was. Hello, 1992. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. It was a California Raisin, man. A California Raisins. Oh, that's 1987. Right on, right on. So anyway, that's what it was. And so then they get them and they were like, Totally enamored for, you know, the timing varied, but 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. And then when they were like, when's our next trick? That's what triggered us to like pick another time. It wasn't like, oh, here it is. It was like, okay, they're they're done playing with their little, they've had their snack. They're done playing with whatever their little, you know, treat or uh, toy was. Okay, now let's pick an hour from this moment. And that helped the trip go by for the kids and it taught them patience and they got to read time. And a lot of things happened, and I don't even know that I've shared all this with Catherine, but I thought the world of that idea, and we're she's working on preparing that for tomorrow right now. Man, um, I'm super impressed. Yeah. I mean, that took a lot of a lot of intentionality. Super, I mean, not not just the planning, but yeah, hey, let's do this because it's going to have this consequence and this reward for everybody. That's really smart. Yeah, and you know the food thing comes natural. I don't think any parent is surprised by that, but her going to the Dollar Tree and getting little. Uh, whether it's Mad Libs or uh, I'm just trying to think of all these things that I may have done when I grew up, you know, a puzzle or a word search or whatever, uh, or some little uh, troll of California Raisin. Yeah. Did you just combine those two? California California Raisin 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 Trolls. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming coming to McDonald's in fall of 2016. I think that's going to be a DreamWorks movie coming up real soon, too. Pixar, Pixar, Toy Story 4, yeah. <laughs> California Raisins, right. Meet the Trolls. Right. Hey, uh, I'll add something in there. Making good time while staying sane is kind of this topic. Uh, build in some leeway time. So if you know your trip's going to take six and a half hours, throw an extra hour in there so you're not stressed out, so people aren't freaking out, so that if something goes wrong, if there's a detour on the road or you got to make an extra pit stop or whatever it is, you know, just you'll, then you'll be able to go with the flow a little bit more. That's one thing that really works for my kind of type A personality is if I don't have to drive 90 in that last hour to actually make it happen when I actually need to be there. If I'm making great time and if if I'm making great time anyway and I've got that built in time and I get there early, that also frees me up to maybe find an adventure. And I love finding adventures like tiny little things. It, it has to be it doesn't have to be anything fancy at all. It can be a park that they've never been to. It can be a weird little rocket ship on the side of the road. If you've ever driven from Nashville to what, uh, Birmingham for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, Hunts- you see that down uh, in Huntsville. Yeah. I'm just right on, thinking yeah. about where you see it, but I remember stopping at that rest stop when I was little and seeing the big rocket. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is so cool. 
Yeah, yeah, well, it was also bathroom break and whatever else. Anyway, when you've got yeah. that leeway time, you can take the time to do fun little random stuff like that. And like I said, yeah. that's what I remember. I don't even remember where we were going for that trip. I don't remember the destination, but I remember stopping at the rocket ship. That was yeah. kind of cool. Well, and if you're not, and if you build on the leeway time or to take that a step further, if you're not in a hurry, I mean, how that's totally countercultural to what we, we live in as Americans. But I, you know, I, I have an uncle, that's Kat's, Catherine's uncle. Um, and one time he was traveling and he stopped in into Atlanta when we were visiting Atlanta. So it was kind of two families in one house. It was, you know, three, two families visiting one house. It was a three family thing, kind of fun. We're like, so where are you headed? What, what, you know, why are you here? He's like, oh, it's summer. The kids have, or no, it was spring break. The kids have a week off. We didn't really have a plan. So we just jumped in the car and we figured we're driving from Arkansas to Atlanta. What can we do? What can we see? And whose house can we stay at? So I said, cool, where are you going tomorrow? He goes, I don't really know. <laughs> I said, I said, when do you, he said, I just have to be home by Sunday night. And it's, you know, it's Wednesday. So I don't know where we're going. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I don't know that I could have the patience for that. That might be something I do as I get, when I get older, but, um, the spirit yeah, behind know. that, the spirit behind that yeah. is really cool. Yeah. And he, I was just kind of, uh, you know, I was taken aback, but I was also uh, impressed by it. Just like, yeah, you know, and so I, I, I take what you just said as far as landmarks and sightseeing, you know, maybe plan out your trip and say, hey, we are going to pass by the world's largest, I don't know. Ball of yarn. You know, <laughs> ball of yarn. <laughs> and we're going to get out and take pictures with it. So. Anyway, that that's good. That's good stuff, man. Making an adventure, um, and uh, and you know, that's that's great. I love it. So yeah. So at that point, you and your big old family, you would be at your destination or near your destination. And then I would hope you would have a wonderful trip, holiday, vacation, whatever. Maybe that's another show that we do. Dig into the sightseeing. Dig into the actual right, oh, like hey, the actual we, vacation. Can we open with the song "Holiday Road"? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Only we can do that if we can close this I one with the California Raisins singing I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Please do. You're the man. Make we'll try to make that happen. I don't know. We might get sued <laughs> into oblivion, but it would be worth it for the California Raisins. <laughs> hey, I think that wraps this one up. Bobby, final thoughts? Yes. My final thought is a couple years ago, I gave up being frustrated on trips. And it's been the greatest thing because I'm not very I'll just come out and say I, I I deal I struggle with figuring out how to be patient with my kids especially nothing they do is fast enough hey get your shoes on we gotta go <laughs> um, you're taking too long all right go get in your pajamas now go 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 and I'm working on that that's something I'm working on as a dad uh, but a couple years ago I was able to overcome that with traveling because I used to just get so out of my mind about we were supposed to leave at one and it's one forty five what uh-huh. come on. You know, and I'm like beat red, you know, just so angry. And then that kills two hours of the trip because I'm so I'm seething and and just, you know, uh, stewing over why we're late. And then the same thing with stops, you know, nothing's going right. And, you know, I I wanted to stop here and you have to stop here or a kid's napping and somebody's out of the bathroom, you know. So I just my my final thought is if you can give that up and just enjoy the ride. Um, like, like we, like we ended on our last point, making an adventure. If you, you're going to get there when you get there. And so long as you don't have like 
to be at a wedding at a certain time on, you know, if, if you do shame on you for not leaving a day earlier. Cause you never can predict anything like that. So anyway, that that's it for me. Nice. I, I concur with all of that. So on that note, let's go ahead and bring it in for landing folks. Thank you for listening. If you've got topic suggestions, et cetera, uh, any of that stuff, if you've got feedback, if you've got, Hey, you guys totally did not talk about this during the show uh you can give us a shout and uh email us at the above average show at gmail.com the above average show at gmail.com or just visit above average show.com to check out our twitter handles and our you can email us from there and all that other fun stuff uh anyway thanks again for listening and thank you for being above average we'll see y'all next time later guys Yeah.